You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. I want you to keep something in mind as, as we deal with uh, the text. Paul, in one sense, was talking to saints that were, that were babes in Christ. But in another sense, he was talking to folk that had been in the church for a while, but was still not living holy. And so he just tells them point blank how he wants them to walk or or to live. And in doing so, he also told them that there were some things that, that they needed to stop doing. Now, if you'll notice in, in the text, he told them six things that they needed to stop doing. Six, the, the, the number of, of, of man. Uh, and when you consider man just in general from a biblical standpoint, the number of flesh. Because man is flesh. But there were six things that he did not want them to do. And it's important to understand that as babes especially, that the six things that he didn't want them to do, that uh, they enjoyed doing them. Oh, yeah. There, there are some things when we got saved that we found out that we had to stop doing. And it wasn't no picnic to stop because we enjoyed doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, just ask somebody, was, was everything about sin miserable to you? Ooh, and keep in mind, you're in church, so don't tell no lie. As one more person, was it was everything about sin miserable to you? Now this really this really gonna make folk think for a minute. As one more person, did you enjoy some of them things you did in sin? And some of the things he, he mentions here, uh, we did. He just uses different words in the text, but of course we're gonna break the words down so we can so we can identify. And so six things he did not want them to do. The first thing is revelry, which breaking it down is just pardon. But keep in mind, he didn't want them to do them because they were un, 
godly. We ain't talking about your birthday party where you didn't have no liquor. We're talking about the party you used to go to to get high, to get drunk. The party you used to go to and your purpose for going to that party was point blank, sin. You didn't call it sin back then, but that's what it was in hindsight. That, that was your thing. I'm going to the club tonight to sin. I'm going to do something mama done told me not to do, but I sure want to do it. And so when he talks about revelry, he's talking about partying in, in one sense. So he was saying to the babes and, and some of them that were still tipping a little bit that, hey, the partying needs to be over. And then he goes from telling them uh, that they don't need to be a rebel, a party, to telling them and the drunkenness. <laughs> and some of us, we got drunk before we got to the club. I said, you got high before you got to the club. Drunkenness. To, to the point to where, get this. Got so drunk to where your speech changed. Your movement changed. And your demeanor, your outside behavior changed. Oh, that little Miss Quiet girl, what's going on with her tonight? Drunkenness. And again, he knew that they enjoyed doing such, but they needed to, to stop. And of course, many of us know that there are good medical reasons to stop doing certain things. If you drink too much, some, your liquor going to say, hey, we got some holes going on down here. You create something that, that you're going to hate later on. But at the time of partying and getting drunk, that was the last thing on our mind. But again, now he's talking to church. Because some of them were still doing these things. Y'all holding on. He goes on and, and says lewdness, which is basically indecent or immoral behavior. They want them behaving in, in a way that they didn't have no business behaving. And lost an appetite for evil, a hunger to do something. That God told you not to do. Strife. Debating. Fussing with folk. You know even now folk in church like to fuss. I said even now church folk in church like to fuss. We're saying look y'all need to stop. That strife, you need to stop that fighting, getting mad, and doing this, that, and the other. 
just need to stop it. And the final thing, he envy. You don't need to want what somebody else has. Just get your own stuff. Don't try to get what somebody else got. Just wait and get your own stuff. And so the list he gave them centuries ago is still relevant. I say it's still relevant. And, and the six things that, that he mentioned are things of the flesh. Because look at verse 14 in the same chapter. But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill his lust. The six things that he mentioned to them were things of the flesh. Theologically and biblically, the flesh is that which is contrary to the spirit. But I want to show you something in particular about the flesh that, that the Holy Spirit led me to. That you've read, but I want to, I want to deal with it a little bit. Romans chapter 5. Or Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. We'll start at verse 5. Romans chapter 8. And we're going to start at verse 5. Ready? For those who live according to the flesh. Set their minds. On the things of the flesh. And we used to do that then. What you going to do now? Man, I'm going, to, I'm going to the club. Which one you going to? You going, you going, you going to do drop or you going to the men club? Where, where you, you going to champ? Where you going? And I know y'all don't know nothing about that. But see, I have to go back 30 plus years ago. So y'all just bear with me. And, and, and so some folks say, well, you know, I, I'm going to champ because... They giving out free liquor tonight from eight to nine. I'm going to the men club tonight because they they're supposed to be having this singer coming from Atlanta, so I want I want to hear what he's gonna be singing tonight. Already, I made up in your mind what you're gonna do. Notice, notice again the text. Very clear, isn't it? Verse five of Romans eight. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the what? But get this. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. What you going to do Sunday? Man, I'm going to praise God. Man, I'm going to praise God this morning. Man, and I know God already got my rain. But see, we, we got to get like we used to be as sinners. When we were on the job, we would talk about the club that Tuesday. We, we would talk about what we're going to do Friday that, that Tuesday. We would talk about what, what we were going to buy when we get our check on hump day. Y'all know what hump day was. 
Man, I can't wait to get my check. First thing I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to the look store and cash. Oh, y'all didn't know folks used to go to the look store and cash their check. I don't know what they do now. But anyway. But they set their minds to the things of the flesh when they are of the flesh. But when you are a child of God, you should set your mind to the things of the spirit. Verse 6. For to be carnally minded is death. That's another definition of the flesh. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. For it is not subject to the law of God. Nor indeed can be. So then. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. You can't pardon, please God. You can't get drunk and please God. Y'all all right? And so... Paul wanted them to get out of the flesh and get in the spirit. Or to quit being led by the flesh and start being led by the spirit. But notice again, he tells them you need to walk proper. Proper. And I'm going to give you Three definitions of proper, and I'm going to be done. Three definitions of proper, and I'm going to throw some scripture in with it, and we're going to be done. Y'all ready? When he told them to walk proper, he wanted them to walk in truth. He wanted them to walk in in truth why did he want them to walk in truth because truth sanctifies go with me to John 17 and 17 stay with me John 17 and 17 you got to be sanctified you can't be Christian and not be sanctified I thought that before the sanctified church you if if it's God's church it is sanctified church You got to be sanctified. I got three amens. Somebody don't want to be sanctified. Maybe five amens, but it was was a low count. Notice John 17, 17. Sanctify them by your? Your word is what? You got to be sanctified. You got to be sanctified. Sanctified is threefold. Say to your neighbor, sanctified is threefold. threefold. When you're sanctified, first of all, it says that God is going to help you become holy. He's going to help you become holy. See, you're a free moral agent. He's he not just going to make you do it, 
but, but he is going to help you become holy. Let's read, let's read the scripture says in the Old and the New Testament, be ye holy. He ain't going to make you get holy, but, but he's going to help you to be holy. Holy is to be sacred or to be just like him. That's the reason we are called Christians. We are to be Christ. We are to be Christ what? Christ was holy. He was like God. I said he was like God. And again, scripture tells us be ye holy because God is what? Holy. And so when you're sanctified, you're going to be just like God. Not, not in the absolute sense because there's only one God. But you're going to manifest traits based upon how he told you to think, talk, and act according to the word. When you start thinking like the word, talking like the word, and doing like the word, guess what you are? Holy or sanctified. You're on the sanctified process. And so he he makes you holy. and, And second thing sanctified means is to be set aside. Set aside. He makes you holy so he can use you. If a person is still living any old kind of life and and up singing and preaching, they're not sanctified. They got the gift. But get this, the Bible says the gift and calling of God is without repentance. The devil has, has gifts. I said the devil has. The, the devil has evil gifts. The devil has the gift of lying. But then the devil also has, has gifts. That people that are righteous have. Yeah, there are people that are righteous that are wise. The devil is wise. Devil is so wise he can have folk thinking something that ain't true. But they just think that is true. He's so wise to where he can deceive flawless folk. Adam and Eve were flawless, but yet he put a spirit of deception in them, and the rest is history. He, you become holy, and then he sets you aside for purpose. He want to use you. And, and, and purpose, purpose is not just you being one thing. Because God will start you in one place and have you go through several steps to reach your ultimate purpose. Yeah. He'll start in one place with you. That's reading the Bible tells us the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And so... He sets you aside, and then the final meaning of sanctify is to officially 
approve. God puts his stamp of approval on you. How will you know it? Because you'll start experiencing and seeing his favor on your life. When God sanctifies you, it's followed by his, his favor. The second thing that properly means, a walking properly means, is walking justly. You're walking justly. Theologically and biblically, and I'm not going to Romans 1 and 17, but, but I think most of us know it. I'm going to quote it, the latter part of it anyway. When it comes to walking justly, the Bible tells us in Romans 1 and 17, the just shall live by faith. And Romans 10 and 17 uh, tells us, so then faith comes by and hearing the word of God. So when I walk properly, that means that, that I'm going to be somewhere where I can hear preaching, teaching. Faith comes by and hearing. The just shall live by, you got to hear some preaching. And you got to hear it specifically from a sent person. Because Romans 10, 14 and 15 tells us in part that the person that, that's going to preach God's word the way he ordained is a sent person. How shall they preach unless they've been sent? So then, faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God. Got to be sent. Sent equates anointing. We get that from Luke 4 and 18. When Jesus said the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he has anointed me to preach. And to go here, there and do this, that and the other. You have to be anointed before God sends you. He anoints you. Same thing as. Well, it equates sin. Y'all all right? But let's take it further uh, in reference to just. Let's go to the book of Proverbs. Let's go to the book of Proverbs. We are still talking about when it comes to uh, walking properly, it means to walk in justly. Let's consider Proverbs, the fourth chapter. Ready? Verse 18. Proverbs 4 and 18. But the path of the just is like the shining what? That shines ever what? Unto what? What is it about the sun when it, when it, when it comes to you see it? Your path is clear. It's clear. You go out there right now, uh, especially if ain't no lights on, you're trying to figure out where you're going to step. You're trying to figure out the path. That's, that's sin. Sin the same way because figuratively darkness represents sin. You, you just, you're trying to figure out where you need to go. But when you become just or you start walking properly, it means that you're going to be clear about what you should or shouldn't do. It's going to be clear. 
How is it going to be clear? Because you're hearing the word. You're hearing the word. You're getting your rhema. You know, you know even, even when things try to make it unclear, it's clear. Why? Because man shall not live by, but by every of what? And that's what he's saying. The path of the just is just like the shining sun. Man, these folk, they allowing what's going on. Look at what they're doing. They act like they don't know what to do. But hey, you are just saying, well, I know what I'm supposed to do. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep fasting. I'm going to keep doing what God told me to do. Well, you know, they saying on, on the news that we need to go and get this, that, and the other. We need to make sure we do such and such. What you going to do? I'm just going to keep doing what God told me to do. See, one thing the news folk may not know that I know. The earth is who's The Lord's and is fullness. And then David said that, but then David's son said, even the heart of the king. Is in the palm of his hands. And like the rivers of water. He can turn it. Do, do this right. Any which way he. If God say go right. He got to go. If he said no. Go left. He got to go. That's him doing that to people. But God can even do that when it comes to the wind. The rain. Your circumstances, my circumstances. Why? He's sovereign. He's in control of everything. The earth is the? And is? That means he's in charge of everything. That, that's the reason when they say it's going to rain and you don't see nothing but sun all day, that lets you know God did it. God did it. They said it was going to rain on channel 5. They said it was going to rain on channel 2. They even said it on CNN, my favorite but God is sovereign and he can change everything. I'm in understanding. That, that's the reason you, you never allow the times to cause you to enter into a place of confusion. Always allow that shining light that God ordained for the just to guide you. My cousin going that way, he don't see what God is showing me, I'm just going to keep walking. I'm just going to stay. Oh, now he want me to turn. I'm just going to keep. And I want you to just keep, keep following him. Never stop. Y'all okay? Yeah. Let's go further. Proverbs 3. Lord have mercy. Proverbs 3. And 33. And remember we talked about them six things. In the primary text that. Uh, we don't need to do. Because they're evil. Wicked or of the flesh. But notice this right here. What happens to a person that. Does wickedness. Or is operating in the flesh. The curse of the Lord is on the. House of the who. But he. The home of. Say to your neighbor if you just. You bless. He'll call you blessed and then cause blessings to come your way. If God calls you blessed, get ready for blessings. I said if he calls you blessed, get ready for blessings. 
Matter of fact, if you, if you are just, get ready for blessing. What do you mean, Pastor? The thing that can go wrong is going wrong, and you just get ready for things to turn around. Why? He, look at this verse. He blesses the home of the He's going to bless you. He's going to bless you. He's going to make sure you receive what he has ordained for the just to receive. He blesses the home of the just. When Obed-Edom was, was treated, the ark right, doing what God was telling him to do. He, he was doing justly. And what happened to him? Say everything and everybody in his household was blessed. Y'all hear me? See, we, we don't never want to be no church where the only one getting blessed is preaching. You know, Reverend Walker, he got such and such and it's such and such and such and such. I don't want to be no I don't want to be known as as a preacher and everybody in the church pulled with me. I don't want to be known like that. But if we live just, folk folk won't say preacher walker. Well, they still might say it. But anyway, they'll say, you know what? Them folk over there is. Them some blessed folk over there. And, it, and it's not because we're, we're special. We just live justly. He blesses the. Now y'all missing the verse. He blesses the. Of who? He going to bless your life. He going to bless Everything that's associated with you. Home is there because it is not just going to be him touching you. He's going to touch everything that's associated with you. He's going to bless you in the church and outside the church. He's going to fulfill what he told Moses he would do for Israel. He, he said, you tell them if they obey me, I'll bless them in the city. I'll bless them in the sea. I'll bless them wherever they go. That's what he told He said, wherever their foot tread, wherever they step, I'll bless them. And God will do that. I said, God will do that. Now, I don't, I don't receive it. You don't have to. Malachi, the prophet said, God changes not. Everywhere I step, everywhere I go, I'm looking for God's favor. Well, that ain't me. Well, I, I am so sorry for you. If you just, it should be you. Y'all still with me? Yeah. And the last thing that walking properly means, it means living orderly. You don't have a 
confused life. A chaotic life. Even though you may be doing a number of things, you, you still are a person of order. You got everything in order. You, you prioritize. You, you, you know what comes first, second, and third. And you're not going to allow anything to overwhelm you. You're going to keep it orderly for one reason. Because you believe John 16 and 13. The Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. You hear me? All truth. I'm, I'm going to share something with y'all, and, and this just this just true. I got so much that I need to do. I got a whole lot of stuff to do. Good God. I, I mean, I got, I, 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 you know how folks say my plate full? I got about four, five full plates. I ain't, I'm just going to tell you, I got four, five Full plates. I got ministry stuff full plate. I got I got uh, rental property stuff full plate. I got uh, stuff I need doing yards full. I got I mean I got full plate stuff. I got stuff I got to do on the computer full plate. Good God, I got full plates. And see, I'm not gonna get in no confusion and try and try to be trying to do it the way I feel they need to be done. You know my prayer every single, every single night, every single month. Lord, I need you to do what you said in John 16 and 13. Tell me what to do. Lord, what do I need to do today? What will you permit me to do today? And that's how I live. That's how I live. I do exactly what he tells me to do. And I and I know the I know the number one priority him, him. He the num and all that pertains to him. Everything else is secondary. But when it comes to what I got to do, I just allow him him to tell me. Even when it comes to returning calls, I knew I wasn't gonna get a whole lot of help right then. You got to be led by God when you got full plates. You ought to be lit. Sometimes I, I get called, well, I'm going to pray that everything go well. Sometimes praying for folk, when God tells you to just pray about it instead of calling, that's one of the best things you can do. Why is that? Because in one sense, that, that helps a person to mature. Because some folks, if they can get the pastor every day, guess what they'll do? Call him every day. I'm so glad you don't have my number to do that. <laughs> Woo! But you can call the church. But anyway. But we, we have to be people that live orderly. Now let me show you something. Then I'm done. Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians, uh, I think I want to go to the 14th chapter and the 40th verse. If y'all get there before I get there, y'all just wait on me.
Y'all there? You know how to maneuver that Bible, don't you? 1 Corinthians 14 and 40. No, let all things be done. How? And what? How many things? How many things? How many things? How many things? Let all things be done decently and in order. You're walking properly. You're making sure in the church all things are done decently and in order. And outside the church, you're going to take, you're going to take that same principle. And you're going to do all things how? And I'm done. Let's get a lot of hand praise.